Do you want a little help? Don't worry about me. Fighting that little beast made me start thinking about the animals I left behind on the island, and so I let my guard down. Now to fight like I mean it. Alright! Baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred over here to bring you another awesome, spectacular interview. And we have a special guest in the building. Y'all see her below. And no, your eyes are not deceiving you. So we gonna go ahead and let her introduce herself the way she want to be introduced. And we go ahead and get the thing going and started. So, ma'am, it's all on you. Introduce yourself and let the good people know who you are. Appreciate it. Hi, people, fellow nerds of the world. My name is Ronnie more formerly known on the interwebs as Wreck-It Ronnie. I am a cosplayer of, I think, 13 years now. So I've been at it for a minute. Oh, wow. Um, a nerd of as old as I am, 25, 25 years, straight out the coochie, just a nerd. And, yeah, I do a lot of guest appearances at cons. I do a lot of paneling, um, do a lot of supporting of black cosplayers, black business in the nerd realm. So, yeah, that's pretty much me. That's the, that's the gist of it. Okay, then. All right. She just said she came out the coochie with it. So, we gone. We already know what this kind of show going to be. So, we already there. So, yeah. <laughs> this show is rated R. Because if I can, I will say it again. <laughs> you know what? That's to break the ice. Go ahead and say it again. That's to break the ice. Hell, yeah. Coochie. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> well, man, thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate it. And before we start, what would you like me to call you? Um, you can call me Ronnie. Ronnie is fine. Ronnie, okay, bet there it is. Hey, I definitely got to know. We got to know the history of the birth name of Record Runner. How that come about? So we definitely got to ask that question. Um, uh, but thank of you, course. thank you for coming on to thank the show, you. and um, we gonna have some fun. So get to know you, and for the for most part, thank you for thank you for what you do for the community. We really do appreciate you, ma'am. I appreciate it. You as well. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I'm not doing that much. Don't get it. Don't get it. I ain't doing nothing. I'm just, Don't I'm, downplay yourself. I'm just you here. start gassing yourself where I will. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So the first question people like me to ask for the people I interview is the favorite question. So I'm not going to fail them. And I'm going to ask you the same question. Are you ready for the question? As ready as I think I'm going to get. Let's go. Here we go. So, Ronnie, what makes you a blurred? Ooh. Well, I think being black is a, is a good part of it. That definitely helps. Yeah, that's number one. <laughs> um, that's, that's first and foremost on the, on the checklist. But um, uh, some other things that make me a blurred is 
um, the amount of money I spend on video games and cosplay and uh, figurines and merch in general. I have my Naruto shirt on right now. I had to rip Okay. Um, the fact that in the past month and a half, I've watched half of One Piece. Can we talk about that? Oh, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you said half, not the whole. Now, hello. Now, I mean, it's, that's a lot. Now, that's how, still like 500 how, episodes of One Piece. There you go. <laughs> it's like a month and a half. Because I'm going to ask. I got two jobs. I don't get five. Because I was going to ask, <laughs> how, we got to break that down. Like, you say half of One Piece. Like, what is half? You got like a quarter? You got a corner? You got like the half of the cake or the whole cake? Cause it, you it's, know, because One Piece, I think it was on the 21st, they hit their 1,000th episode. Mm-hmm. Um. So 500 episodes, I've been averaging somewhere between 50 and 100 episodes a week. Um, I'll, I'll just, I've learned that if you scroll to about four to five minutes inside of it, depending on how long the opener for that arc is, you can skip over the opening and the recap. And then I've just been bulldozing through it. I'm like, I, every time I'm like, all right, I got to go to sleep. Them cliffhangers will be like, do you really? Do you need sleep that badly? I'm like, you right. I don't, next. <laughs> right. He said, hey, I can sleep when I'm dead. You know, I, I, I can tough it out. I can tough it out. That's all it is. You know, I'll watch One Piece when I'm dead. I just need the revive, revive fruit. Y'all know how it is. <laughs> I feel it. And so, so that was a perfect answer to, you know, what makes you a blur because, oh my God, you just broke down everything we're going to talk about. So that's, that is lovely. I love when my guests do that. Help me out. I appreciate that. Thank you. Top of the morning, top of the morning. So so my next question to follow up with that one, what do you think and how do you feel about the word and term blurred? I, I love the term blurred, honestly, because I think it's a completely different experience from just being um, a nerd from any other culture. And I'm sure, you know, there is different races and ethnicities, cultures in general that have different variations in how they express their nerdom, what nerddom feels like to them. But there is something very magical and unique about a black nerdy space it is it it smells amazing for the first part it smells like cocoa butter and (laughs) not con funk which is the most important part um and (laughs) you know what it is and it's like think about all of the um trap anime remixes all of the uh drill all of the drill remixes of anime music that you like, you know exactly where that came from and Mm -hmm. who started that. And I just love the, the creativity within our community. They'll take a character. And I remember even myself um, being told so often as a younger cosplayer, Oh, you're not the canon version of this character because you don't have the right skin tone. Even though my wig could look directly out of the cost, like out of the, the show, out of the source material, I could have a costume with every last detail down to like the, the right color of the stitching to be exactly like the source material. But it wouldn't matter because, you know, I was black. But there is a, a movement I think I've been seeing a lot, especially in like TikTok spaces and Instagram spaces mm-hmm. where black cosplayers have gotten away from trying to go for 100% accuracy anyway. They're like, they're not going to think that I'm the canon version of whoever this character is anyway. So I'm going to put my own spin on it. And we're seeing textured wigs. We're seeing people using colored waxes on their locks instead of 
you know, using a wig at all to, to portray these characters and just making, you know, uh, the characters that we looked up to, that we were told that we could never be mm-hmm. blickety, blickety black. And <laughs> I am so here for it. It is one of my favorite things to witness. And it's inspired me a lot to kind of uh, remove my shackles of, of sticking to, to the canon when it comes to cosplay, because that's really all it is. It's an expression of love uh, for a medium, for, for source material, and in my humble opinion, don't nobody do it better than we do. That is true. That- <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Somebody say you can make them cry for what you said. And you know what? <laughs> and you know what shot me? What threw me off of what you said about how somebody came at you out of all people said that you can't cosplay mm-hmm. this character because your skin didn't match mm-hmm. the person's skin you're cosplaying. And once that person said that, how did that make you feel? Because, you know, they other them words at their mouth. I remember the first time I kind of heard it because I was taken aback. I think one of the first times I heard it, I was cosplaying from Naruto. Okay. And um, I was, you know, as a black cosplayer, you get like the, the typical Nigeruto or whatever have you. They like to like try to make... Their, their slurs to be a little spicier or what have you to try to get at you. And I was kind of like, Tigaruto sound kind of fired. Oh, hold on. Is that, is that a username? Because <laughs> I want it. Um, but um, it was just so interesting because I was only ever called out about my skin tone by like other white nerds. And it's like, well, the character's not white either, but I bet you're not in white people's comments trying to say it is mess or whatever. Um, no. and I think it was, it was realizing that discrepancy that I was like, y'all are just, y'all are gas, y'all are talk, y'all probably don't even like this show as much as I do. And I know that you don't because I bought an entire costume or I made an entire costume. I learned how to sew and do all these things so that I could have this costume. So I know I like this thing more than you do. And you stay in the basement. So keep your opinion <laughs> to yourself. But um, something that I have also like just witnessed with having so many friends in the community as myself, and I just want to preface this, I am still very extremely privileged in the space of Black cosplay as a light-skinned individual. I'm not going to get you can't cosplay this character as much as uh, other more dark-skinned femmes or dark-skinned cosplayers in general are going to get. Mm -hmm. Um, And they deserve just as much if not more respect than i do for that so i i know that i'm not with the short end of the stick on it but it, it comes with the territory a little bit you, you learn to roll with those punches it, it is it is true and it's you know it's sad that you know it's to the point where you know we have to actually come we thought being from the outside world we thought you know being black in america is already tough as we can see all the court cases how rittenhouse came he, mm-hmm. he wasn't found guilty and you know that's a prime example and you know we can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. We can't do nothing, black. We can't barbecue. We can't run. We can't sell water. Can't sell lemon. And now we think it coming to the nerd community where we can find another escape route. It's come to find out we can't even do shit in this community as well because we getting the same hate from the outside world in this community. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. And it's, it comes from two places. It, it comes from, like you said, it comes from the white nerds, and not only from the white nerds. It's also comes from our own people sometimes as well and which mm-hmm. which starts gatekeeping and which, mm-hmm. which leads me to my next my next question by you being in this community 
uh, so far. Have anybody came to you and say, you know what, you just doing this for the fad, for the trend. You're not really a, you know, a black female nerd. You just doing it and, you know, gatekeeping, if you will. I think I've probably, I've experienced it less in like anime cosplay and more in like video game cosplay. <laughs> I've learned. Oh, wow. I just don't think the girls play video games. And I know my setup is pink, but this PC that I built myself. Oh, look, look at that. I because I'm a child. But, like, I know what I'm doing, okay? Okay. I got a water cooler in that motherfucker. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be playing sometimes. I might not be good. Right. But I'll be playing. <laughs> so, so, definitely, it happens It happens there. Uh, you're right that it does even sometimes come from within the our own community. But I think when that happens, I'm never upset in the terms of like how dare you gatekeep me mm-hmm. i get upset in the terms of like it feels like a cry for help if that makes sense when you get it from your own people you you see people who want to do this thing and are afraid of the backlash that they're going to receive because it's real and they're they're parroting what they think they would be met with too huge i don't ever mm-hmm. really think that when i receive hate from inside of my community that it's coming from a place of them genuinely believing um, you know, that it's not my right to do it, but almost like from a place of envy that I'm able to act on the things that they feel are untouchable to them. And and that's why I got to keep doing it no matter what anybody says Facts. is because for every one of those messages I get, I get 10 more that, you know, a young black cosplayer saying, you know, I just want to reach out to you and say, thank you for doing what you do because I didn't think that I could do this and watching you do it and just not care has inspired me to do it and I'm having the time of my life. And it's wow. like, that's, that's what you do it for, real talk. That's what you do it for. Exactly. And this and is the prime example of what, and you just said it right there, this is what you do it for. you just to inspire people because, you, like you said, people feel as though they, they can't do it because if they was to come out to this community, they would get they would get hate, they would get blacklash. But by what you're doing mm-hmm. and people coming out and, connect, and contacting you and you giving them inspiration, at the end of the day, you, you know, this is what you want. This is what you wanted to do. And, mm-hmm. and that's a blessing in itself. And and you know, and you took and why do you think it is a cry? Because I like what why do you think it's a cry for hip when people from inside our community attack somebody else that is African American or black? I I just don't feel that when they when they say it that it's with a, a the same genuine um like vitriol that can come from a tongue outside of the community. I feel like when it comes from a tongue outside of the community, it's this really weird, like parasocial relationship with a fictional character Mm -hmm. and seeing someone that is not that exact canon source material feels offensive to them because in their head, they're married to this drawing, you know, (laughs) or, or they're absolutely best friends with this drawing that does not, could not know that they ever exist. But when it comes from inside of the community, I, I genuinely do feel that it, it comes from a place of, of wanting to do the same and being afraid of being met with the exact same words. It's it's sort of like a, I'm going to get you before I can get God, if mm. that makes sense. Mm. I feel that. I feel that. Okay. I feel that, dude. I feel that. Oh, boy, we are getting deep already. I hope y'all enjoying this, um, this interview. <laughs> It's, and you know what? There always be the most silly people that have the deep and powerful conversation because I thought we're going to be silly as hell, but oh man. 
We getting Esau. I mean, hard. I could do both. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. And now going back, you know, every mm. every video game, every anime, every superhero has a origin story, correct? Mm. So, mm-hmm. I, so we want to know what is the origin story behind the name Wreck It Runny? I wish that it was cooler than it was. Um, so, <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you the full lowdown. Okay. So the first thing I have to do is make a confession. I am, I can't say was because still kind of am, a dirty, filthy homestuck. I read that godforsaken, cursed comic that caused the epidemic of gray painted candy corn cosplayers in like the 2010 era of con going. Some of the vets know the the handprints on the wall and the screaming in the buckets and and all of that 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 was me okay um so the character that I identified with the most is one of the main characters named Dave and each of the characters within the show um a lot of the show the comic they have a lot of um dialogue that's actually just them in a chat room going back and forth so they they have screen names and the screen name for the character Dave was turn tech godhead and i had a tumblr at the time because it was cool to have one and it was i of course turn tech godhead was taken because it was one of the most popular fandoms on the internet at the time so there was no way that screen name was available however i managed to secure (laughs) turn tech given head (laughs) as my username so that if some well. people on Tumblr know me from all the way back in the day <laughs> as the Dave cosplayer with the screen name Turn Tech Given Head. And I thought that I was really cool for that. But as I started to like actually amass a following and people who were interested in what I wanted to do, I was like, I cannot print out business cards <laughs> with this username on it. I can't. No one's going to take me seriously. I'm not going to get booked for nothing. So I was like, I need, I need a username. I was talking with my friend Emmy. I was like, I need a username and I want to put my name in it so that people just kind of know what my name is off that. I always felt it was really weird and impersonal to have someone walk up to you and refer to you as your screen name. So I was like, if I put my <laughs> name in it, maybe people will just come up and call me my name. Right. Um, so I was trying to figure out how to, how to work Ronnie into something. And about that time, Wreck-It Ralph came out. <laughs> Okay. And I was like, easy cash, easy money, just throw Ronnie in it. And it was supposed to just be a placeholder until I could think of something better. And it just never changed. Okay. <laughs> so, so to this day, I can't be too big because Disney will probably try to sue me. Um, and, and I definitely, um, I started doing um, arrow cosplaying, I suppose to say, like sexy cosplaying now that I'm like not a minor or nothing anymore. And that's also why I have a separate name from Wreck-It Ronnie to do my more sexy things because I know for a fact if I do anything sexual attached to a Disney franchise, them lawyers are coming for me. So yeah. if you're wondering why I have a different screen name for that, that is why. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to say because y'all, because I'll say, hey, Disney, they, they they friendly, but it's say, nah, Playboy. We, Ooh, we, we, they want, play. we, we want all the coins. Go ahead and run that. Run that real quick. <laughs> oh, I love one. Oh, you wreck it, run? You know who else plays? Nintendo. Nintendo also doesn't play. They do really? the absolute pants. There was this girl uh, who was really big on OnlyFans. 
uh, and her name used to be Pokey Princess until Nintendo. They were like, nope, no, you can't do that. So now her name is like Digital Princess. She was the one that got outed on TikTok for like uh, leaving her kid at home and went to the club. I don't know if you've heard about that. Yes, I heard. About- that was her? That wow. was her. That was Pokey Princess. Wow, that's rip, rip, rip. that's foul. That was foul. Just I, L's after L's, unfortunately. Damn. You get well soon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ah, I need some skills. I say you got to see that through, my girl. That's that's all on you. That's crazy. I did not know. Mm-hmm. Oh, my web. Very, very, very. So, thank you for telling us that very. And you said that that was not a boring story. That was Feel very. Feel free to roast me in the comments. Oh. I deserve it. No. no. <laughs> Now, well, since you said it, so, but the giving head part, I was like, wait, did she just say what I think she did say it? Y'all, <laughs> I was just, I was an edgy kid. Um, I've, I've always, I'm a fire sign. So oh. like, oh. pee pee, poo poo, dick butt jokes have always just been like, gut falling over, taking laps, humor for me. Like just, well, <laughs> just the simple crude stuff. Just, I don't know what it does. It was just, I, I, I got that username and I thought that was, the funniest thing anybody had ever said or ever done. <laughs> I'm sorry. That part, I had took off my glasses and say, Did, wait, what? Am I tripping? Did she say that? I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, I, I say, I don't want to get sued. But I was like, hey, she said it. So, but, hey, you know, I'm the type of person too, but now, since we're in a new, you know, new generation now, <laughs> you got to be careful of what you say and what you joke about because it's, you, mm-hmm. oh, God, this council culture, it, it, it's a real thing. It it'll is something you. real. It'll get you. Cancel culture. And see, this is what I like to say. I like accountability culture, but I don't like cancel culture. Because I know for a fact that everybody I know and love had a really cringy middle school phase. And maybe you deleted everything, but I know you had some posts that if you looked at now, you'd be like, oh. And the fact that you would have that reaction at it means that you are not the same person anymore. And I don't think that you should have to pay for the sins of a person that you not know more. They say that it takes seven years for every cell in your body to, like, regenerate. Mm -hmm. So anything past seven years ago was quite literally, physically a different person. So, I don't know, people can change. Yeah, let's let's move for this subject before I get canceled because, who God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking at some stuff. I was like, yeah. Don't get no I was wild in my days. We're going we gonna to keep it right there. I'm saved. Uh, oh, and his God. day. He's so wild. Y'all just not going to be able to see it. He got his, his paper truck covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say, me too. We got to keep it in the group chat. Keep it in the group chat. <laughs> right. What stays on this live, don't leave this live. <laughs> but, man, so, and going back, so, from your childhood, what mm-hmm. what was that first comic? What was that first toy video game that made you want to be that made you want to go further into this community? That like I love this. I want to see what it, what else is out there in this community in the nerd community. I think one of the first things, like if I had to go like way way back into like the very depths of my memory banks, the first thing that I absolutely love. Um, and it was, I, I might, I might've been like two or three at the time. And I had a stuffed Pikachu and you could squeeze its belly and it would go, Pika. <laughs> and I didn't even really watch Pokemon at the time, but it was, it was just 
fat little yellow rat that said Pika, and it was the cutest thing, you know, it was fluffy, and I just squished it on my face. I slept with it all the time. And then my cousin actually showed me, hey, this is what the, the thing is from. I was like, oh, there's a show? Because I think I just got it at like a flea market or something. I just right. saw it and it was cute. And then I actually watched Pokemon and I was like, oh, I love this. So then I immediately became a Nintendo freak. Um, I got a, no, I didn't get it. I stole the Game Boy Color from my brother. I don't remember how he got it. Um, but I would take it and then I would play his video games. Uh, I still have like the, the full like two inch by two inch Pokemon red in black and white. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. All the way back then. Yeah, I still got that bad boy. I was like, it's going to be worth money at some point. I got to keep it. <laughs> it is, which it is. <laughs> but, yeah, I was like, I was playing that. And then and then I think my nerddom really started uh, picking up when I got uh, into Sonic. <laughs> I was one of those kids that had like a Sonic OC. <laughs> And that's why absolutely everyone who knows me really personally was not surprised when I finally pulled out that Sonic cosplay. They were like, it's about damn time. You love you too, Sonic. And so I'm a, I'm a diehard Nintendo fan. It took me a little bit to get into anime. I watched it just because it kind of came on at Adult Swim. I watched like Inuyasha a little bit. Oh, but it wasn't until all of my friends in middle school would sit around talking about Naruto. And I was the only one not watching Naruto. And I was tired of being left out. I was like, Fine, I'm just going to go home and watched it okay and so i did and then i ended up like plowing through it and i knew more about naruto than everybody else and then they were like oh my god i was like queen of queen <laughs> and then i got addicted to that power and i started cosplaying <laughs> I, I feel that okay well awesome so and you say on the so so pokemon and nintendo was basically your first two loves yes absolutely okay now since, you know, they sold you the wonderful world of Pokemon, which as still hasn't become the greatest whatever he's trying to become. I forgot what he want to do from his first journey. But what about the Pokemon world did you love? Um, cute, cute little monsters. I, I don't think that I had like that, like deep of an understanding of like, wow, rich story building because I was skipping through all the dialogue. Better believe I was not I was not paying attention to any of the story. I was like, I want to find all the cute Pokemon. Right. I'm going to let all the strong ones go because they're not cute. And I'm going to build a cute team. <laughs> I'm going to get like a level 100 Magikarp and take on the Elite Four and somehow dust them anyway because I gave my, my Magikarp forever stone. It was, I was playing it in the, the worst possible way. Like watching me play Pokemon to someone who like genuinely has an appreciation for the series is probably like, you are a menace. <laughs> hey, hey, you know you what? I say, you know what? Back then, I say, you know what? Let me bow to you real quick because this is gonna be an easy win. Don't don't worry. I'm, I'm gonna take it easy on you because hey, you was going for the <laughs> so the cute Pokemon. So to you, oh, this is a good question. Give me your. I'm trying to think what my original team was. Um, that's what's gonna ask. I definitely. I ended up, even though I really wanted all uh cute characters, I'm pretty sure the first starter that I got was. Charmander because I'm an Aries and I'm just I've almost always stuck with fire starters even though I know for a fact the grass starters are superior okay and <laughs> uh, so I always end up with the fire starters and then who did I have on my team I'm trying to remember man she got 
She got Charizard, Charmander. Because and I can tell you some of my favorite Pokemon. I don't even remember who's on my team anymore, but I know some of the ones that I love. I thought Pikachu was cute. I thought Skitty was cute. I thought Ninetales was cute. And uh, Vulpix. Um, shoot. Most of them, honestly. I was just like, anything that's not a bug type. <laughs> I did not want bug type. <laughs> so, how did you no feel? So, how did you feel about <laughs> Jigglypuff or, what was it, Jigglypuff? And- I love Jigglypuff. What was the other pink one? They had an egg in her stomach. What was that one? Oh, Clefairy. There we go. Thank you. Or Clefairy. no, not Clefairy. That's um, I think no. Cause wait, Clef- Clefairy doesn't have the egg. It's it's the other one. It, uh, I think it was Clefairy. I'm gonna look it up. Here. The one that always be with Nurse Joy. What is what was that? Well, I think that was yeah, Clefairy. But it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a it's a um. I'm sorry, I'm trying to remember. Blissey. I think it's a Blissey. Chansey. Chansey got the egg. Chansey got the okay, egg. That's someone with Nurse Joy. Okay, bet. There you go. There you go. We in now. Okay. So, and now, moving along. You say, so, if you, so, who, tell me this. Who could win in the battle between Sonic the Hedgehog and, and Mario? Ah. Hmm. Uh... Does Mario have like power ups, like all the power ups at his disposal, or just base stats, Mario? Basic. Oh, Sonic is dusting him. Sonic, Sonic can break through the sound barrier. <laughs> okay. Mm, now, who's faster, Sonic or the Flash? I think that also depends because there's so many iterations of the Flash that have different abilities like there's there's versions of the flash that can go so fast that he can vibrate his atoms to pass through objects like mm-hmm. you can't beat a dude that can do that um but there's also versions of the flash that just can't run as fast as sonic's you know wiki top speed so um by it alone i'm gonna give it to sonic so by, okay <laughs> okay and then and then somebody asked in the comments now Put Mario with the power up. Mario versus Sonic. <clears throat> there's some there's some pretty pretty dope power ups. And I might have to give it to to, uh, to Mario. Specifically if he's got that cat suit, Sonic's going down. He would never hurt a cat. I don't know. That's I, not something Sonic would do. I'ma still say Sonic because you remember you know because you know Sonic can go super saiyan, so I, I'm still gonna go with Sonic. <laughs> You're right, you're right. And also, if we're saying all power-ups, we could say that Sonic, it might be Sonic with all the Chaos Emeralds. That's God. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a whole ultra-entry Sonic right there in itself. Uh, so in and of itself. It is, it is. Now, since we're on video games now, what system, hmm. what system are you? Are you PC, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, Trash Can? Trash Can? Um... I, I play like trash can. That's definitely play style. Um, but then the system, I'm primarily operating on PC right now just okay. because uh, emulators for the win for a lot of things. Okay. Um, but when I'm not on my PC, I'm largely on my Switch just because Nintendo gang gang forever. Um, I do also have a PlayStation 4. Um, an Xbox 360, a mm. PlayStation 1 and 2, a GameCube. Oh, my God. Um, I don't really have any of my, like, handhelds anymore, but at some point in my life, I've had a DS, 
multiple SPs because I kept breaking them. A Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color. Yeah. Oh wow, she went down the list. That's like, oh okay, this this is what this is what we doing. Okay, all right. Hey, you better hey, flex. You better flex. <laughs> so, and speaking of video game, what was that first game that you played that kind of sparked your interest into the video game world? What was the first video game I played? <laughs> it was probably Super Mario Brothers. I think it was probably like the original wow. Super Mario Brothers I ended up playing. And I was like, this is fun. Um, yeah. And I've, I've always been like a, a platformer side scroller kind of girl. Like you, you can't beat me in Mario Kart. I am a shark. You will completely own me in any first person shooter. I cannot aim to save my life, but I can platform like a, like a little demon. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so, and the Super Mario World, and you said the original one, right? the original one, the first one. If I, mm. if I can remember, is that the one where you jumped on the floor, on the flagpole, slide down, and walk into the council? That's it? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that was the best one. The music and everything. Mm-hmm. Everything was just perfect about it. And other than that, what what would be your top five games of all time if you had to pick five? Oh. I knew he was going to do this to me, Skip, and I did not come prepared. Um, I know. <laughs> all right. So first, off the bat, for play- replayability, sentimental value, a lot of people aren't going to agree with me, but that's fine. My favorite video game of all time, number one forever, is Undertale. Um, mm. Okay. My second favorite game. <sighs> this is this is tough, man. Um, can I just can I say that that one's number one and that the other four are in no specific order? <laughs> sure, for you, yes, we could do that. Okay, in no specific order, I absolutely love um, Kirby, like the Kirby series in general. Um, okay, I love uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is a really fun game. Okay. Um, These questions always stump people. I don't know why. They it's always stump <laughs> Um, <laughs> I feel like the Jeopardy music in my head right now. I'm just like, trying to blink. It's like, I've never played video games before. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, shoot. What other video games do I play? Heck. We need two more. We maybe, maybe Pokemon? I, I do love Pokemon. Just. I don't even know if it's like the game of Pokemon that I really enjoy or just the culture of Pokemon mm-hmm. that I really love, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some other video games? So I really like playing Overcooked. It's a newer, like not really that new. It's just a lot of fun. Overcooked? I like yelling with my friends. Yeah, it's it's like this game where there's like, you can play with up to four players, but you all are little chefs and... Um, there's like a kitchen and you kind of have to like diner dash, put a little like meal mm. together and serve it out. And there's like a time limit and you have to follow the orders that are up at the top and it's just chaos. And I love playing chaos games with friends. Um, I recently started trying to get into smash for that exact reason. Cause it's just like, <laughs> oh, oh, that's pure chaos right there. People yelling and, and, and trying to push each other and, and dying and, and I love any game that you can play with friends that ultimately ends up with y'all just in a screaming match. That's my kind of energy. 
Okay. I, I think I said four at this point, maybe. You, 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 maybe. Was that five? You, you got to five, so you, you did. You did it. You, you did it. You did okay. It. You did it. You, you know what? We're gonna do this for you right here. I'm gonna like get off of this live, and then I'm gonna go through my library and be like, forget about that game. You can probably. Oh my god. Oh man, this is awesome. Now we're gonna move along into the world of cosplay. So I know you I know you're ready for this one, yeah. Got them hands ready. So what brought you in to cosplay? So as I was getting into Naruto because all my friends were getting into it in middle school, I was one of those kids that was kinda of like raised by the internet. I wasn't playing sports. Um, I wasn't doing extracurricular activities until like high school for real. Um, so I would get out of school and I would make a beeline to the library, just putting my little code on a card and get my little hour or two of, of internet access. And one of the things that I love to do was just go to Google Images and just look at stuff. Because <laughs> I was a middle schooler and to me that was already the peak of technology. <laughs> and uh, so I would Google image like Naruto and I would just scroll and like look at the cool fan art and the edits and whatever. And that's when I started to see in the Google image results, I would see cosplayers. I was like, oh, you can dress up as these people? That's so cool. I thought that was like the dopest thing ever. There was a couple of people who had like YouTube channels, um, and I'm trying to remember their names. Um, one was Fighting Dreamers Pro. I don't okay. know if you've ever heard of them. This was like way back in the day. It was Fighting Dreamers Pro. Um, I think there was like Kitsune Pro or something. There was a couple of different like YouTube channels that specifically was just like groups of cosplayers that made like Naruto skits. Okay. And this was before like really started to like for real pop off on the internet, like in the very beginning. And I was like, that is the dopest thing in the entire world. I want to do this. But I didn't know like that I could. I was like, these got to be people that like made the costumes or something. I don't, I like kind of know how to sew because my mom sews a lot and she showed me how to like hand stitch, but like that was the extent of my knowledge at the time. <laughs> and I, what happened? I, I made friends at like this different after school like club or whatever um, with this girl and her friend of groups and they and they like anime so we would talk about anime and stuff and they were like one time hey we're gonna go to this you know anime convention and we're gonna dress up from Black Butler do you want to like join us and dress up with us and I was like would I <laughs> so that was like my first con. I technically did at this point have one cosplay prior to this because I wanted to dress up as Sasuke, which was my very first mm. cosplay. I did like Akatsuki Sasuke. So you like to fight? Um, okay. I <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was it was bad. I I made the Akatsuki cloak out of like fleece, and I wore it to school because I was really proud of it, and everyone thought it was a snuggie, and they played me, and <laughs> I was like, whatever, fine. And, um, but then that's when I realized when I'd gotten invited to the convention that you can actually like buy full pre-made costumes online. Mm -hmm. And I bought, um, Sebastian Nicholas from, from Black Butler, um, to go. And my friend was doing Grell and my other friend was doing, uh, Ciel, which is a little short game. And, and we showed up and it was just, it was magical. There was like so many people there from different shows. And I was like, Oh my God, I recognize your character. I recognize your character. This is not something I, I knew existed at all. I don't know how they found it, but they were like, come with us. And I was like, say less. 
And I got addicted. After I went there, I got home and I was like, I need to find literally every single one of these events that are happening near me because I'm going and I'm getting more of these and I'm learning the, the dances from the anime so I can join those people because they look like they're having fun. And I, I got into the anime community back during like pocky kissing games and yaoi paddles, like the, the cringiest era uh, of yeah. con going. And I was like, this is my shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Well, when she when she tell a story, she tell a story. She put all the emphasis in it, all the face expression. I wish y'all for some. That's just, <laughs> she's very animated, and I love it. Everything about it. So, what? So, what was your most memorable cosplay that you did? Was it raw or was it hand stitch? Hmm, my most memorable. I've, I've had a lot of people ask me, you know, what my favorite is, but I don't think I've ever had someone ask me what my most memorable cosplay is. <laughs> That's an interesting question. I'm going to say that it's between two. Mm. It's either when I first cosplayed Cusco to Kasukan, that wow. went over amazingly. That went over so much better than I thought it was going to. It was I had the absolute time of my life. Wow. People just weren't expecting to see me there as Cusco. And if you've ever seen me at a con, one thing is for certain, I've got a tiny speaker on me and I'm dancing. It does not matter what costume I am in. This is true. And it just so happens that for this character, it was perfectly in character for him to do this. And the amount of people coming up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, Cusco Groven, Cusco Groven. And they would join in on me dancing and it was, I just brought so many smiles to people's face at that con, and they were just like, oh, my God, it's Kuzco. <laughs> and it was just, it was magical. I was like, this is awesome. This is awesome. I'm making people happy. That is awesome. Um, so it's either oh. that, or, funny enough, also at Katsukon, um, when I built, and it was my first armor cosplay I'd ever built, it was big. I could not walk around, but people were so entranced when I made my, my Farah armor um, from Overwatch. So I built like oh. the full far. I had like the the head high shoulder. Um, I forgot what those things are called. My brain wants to say gauntlet, but that's the hand shoulder bracers. Had the the, the head high shoulder bracers. Uh, had the full um, jet pack backpack with like the wings that came down that were as long as I was, so that when I got on the escalator, I had to like bend at a ninety degree angle so that the wings wouldn't like get caught in it, and then people had to stand approximately six feet behind me because that's how far the wings would stick out behind me. And and I couldn't stay in it very long. The cosplay itself just did not last long because it, it, sound was, like it, it was got hot. beat up just trying to move. It was it wasn't even that hot, luckily, because Katsukan is like right on the edge of the ocean in February. So it is actually like one of the coolest cons that is in my circuit. Okay. But it, man, it was fun. I went to the Overwatch shoot, and it was like during peak Overwatch, there was only like one or two other Farah cosplayers that, that had attempted it because there was no patterns or anything. So I patterned the entire thing myself, and it was it was magical. And people were like, holy shit, you did not make that. And I was like, yes, 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 look at it. <laughs> that is awesome. Now you got me want to go play Overwatch again. Uh, that's, that's off that story. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> the 
it's not the same game anymore. <laughs> it's, it's not. But I, I, I enjoy playing it. I just need to find more people to play with. But God, I suck on that game. But anyway, I digress. So now, how do you feel as though for the ones like, you know, you say your mom taught you how to stitch a little bit, hand stitch. Now, how do you feel about the people that are, that buy their cosplays then then making them? Because me, I'm lazy. I'm going to buy my cosplays. I can't really, I can't stitch two letters together. But, you know. Because, you know, sometimes people really feel as though they don't get enough praises because their cosplay is store-brought versus, you know, versus the ones that that are hand-stitched, which I can see that. But still, now, the flip side of this, you got the ones who make theirs from scratch don't get enough praises because people praise the ones that bought their cosplay. It's kind of like a two-edged sword. So how do you... Exactly. How do ones, like, find a balance? So... I largely made my cosplays at the beginning of my cosplay career, and that's just because cosplay wasn't as mainstream as it is now. And there were some costumes you could buy online, but by and large, if you wanted to cosplay a character that wasn't, like, part of, like, an anime that was being featured in Shonen Jump, to Mm -hmm. some extent, uh, and wasn't one of the main characters, like, you had to make it. So I had to, you know. I didn't want to, really, but I did. Um, and now that I can buy a lot of them, I do. Cause I, I too am lazy. And if I can <laughs> just buy it and it looks well enough, I'll, I'll sell. Now, there are still some costumes for characters where I'm like, I just love this character's design too much. And I know that there's not a ready made one that's going to match up to the caliber of what I want my costume to look like. Right. In that case, you know, I'll throw money at it. But here's the thing a lot of the time, it costs more to make a costume because you have to buy a lot more of the materials that you actually need to make the costume. That is true. Um, and then it's nice because then you have things left over for other projects, which is, you know, whatever. But um, it, it turned what would have been like buying a, a $100, $200 costume online into like a $500 endeavor now. Uh. Um, so I, I prefer to buy them when I can. Um, there definitely is a double-edged sword in terms of getting recognition when it comes to buying versus making a costume because if you're not at a place in your seamstress uh, or seamster, I guess, journey where you're making the same quality as costumes that are pre-made, you're just probably not going to get as much clout off of it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I say stay at it, though, because you can't get to that level unless you keep making them, unfortunately. True. Um, you, you just got to keep turning them out until you get to a place where you're like, I'm very proud of what I did. And you know, you should always be proud of what you did. Even if you think already made cosplay, I still, as long as I've been making cosplays, I will still make cosplays and be like, dang, the ready made one looks better. <laughs> and I should have just bought that. But you know, it, it, it happens and that's fine. Um, just, you know, keep at it, make it for you, enjoy the process and, and no amount of clout or lack thereof will be able to get to you if you really just enjoy the process of making a costume and, and being proud of what you made. Um, and, you know, as fun as it is to get dressed up in a costume, there is a specific type of euphoria that comes from putting on the cosplay you made for the first time and looking at it and going, yeah. <laughs> very, very, very prideful. It's like looking at your kid graduating from school and you're like, I get that. And, and it's great. But um, another factor that comes into it, unfortunately, and, and it's probably the factor that plays way more of a role than if it's bought, if it's made, 
or how well it is bought or made. And that's pretty privileged. That's a real thing. You, I've seen people who have some of the most well-made, intricate costumes you could never believe, but because they are black, disabled, plus size, just mm. not fitting like the generic like beauty standard, they will be overlooked. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it kills me because like these are some of the most skilled costumers you'll ever meet. These are some of the people who are on TikTok making skits that are some of the funniest people you've ever seen. Facts. Or they are, you know, editing and making effects better than, you know, some of the people working on movies and stuff. And and overlooked because they don't fit this very narrow standard of beauty because people people when they see the costume, they don't care about you as a person a lot of the time. They're looking at you because they care about the character. Exactly. And exactly. and if they aren't getting the same feeling of euphoria from looking at you as they do as the character, they might not pay you any mind. Um, and that actually happened a lot, um, I feel like, with some of the responses with um, uh, with the BlurredCon cosplay contest with uh, the second, now first place winner that made an Eris cosplay. Are we pausing? Wait, wait. I'm pause. Hold on, hold on. Before, before we touch that subject, because... <laughs> you read back. I was like, because I'm like, wait, she was at BlurredCon, and I'm pretty sure you was one of the judges at BlurredCon. I was one of the judges, so, and I got to look at that costume that she made up close, and it was phenomenal. Right. And and there were so many people who tried to pay her dust because the character wasn't as, as the the build wasn't as big as some of the others. Or I had a lot of people that just commented that was like being fat phobic to her, or just coming crazy at her, and I'm like. Wait, 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 wait. You could literally which, never make this in your entire life. <laughs> who they was coming for? The the um the original first place winner or the renter of the queen of the blur queen? Well winner? both. Okay. But in this specific instance, the the now winner. Okay. Um uh the, the girl that made the heiress. She she was originally second place and mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, Well, there were other people who deserved to win because they made armor. And armor is really cool. As somebody who both sews and makes armor Armor is a completely different ball game, and unfortunately, mm. it's much harder to mess up armor making than sewing. Okay, <laughs> that's just that's just breaks on. But the the way she sewed that damn thing was was damn near not even damn near was professional grade. Like I, I flipped that thing inside and out, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> you made this? This is ridiculous. It was very, very hey. impressive, even if it's not something you could see from the back of an, an auditorium or off of, like, a phone screen. Like, I, I was looking at that thing hand, uh, up close and personal, and it was impressive. Wow. I'm glad you I'm, I'm glad you, you said that because I, cause I'm pretty sure you heard the whole controversy of what happened at BlurredCon from... Ha- oh, I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard it on <laughs> I'm like some of my people. They was at the contest. It's like they say, like the whole crowd was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I was kind of like, "Yeah, I'm glad I missed that one." And it's <laughs> it's not. It's how did you feel about how did you feel what took place at BlurCon when that happened? So this is this is how the whole situation went down. I didn't talk a whole lot about it at at begin uh, like during the thing mm-hmm. in part because the, the the chair came to me and was like, "Shut up," and I was like, "Fair enough." I'm not going to say nothing because it's going to get taken out of context and Mm -hmm. and people are going to try to blow it up even more. And I'm just going to shut up and I'm going to let it die. Mm -hmm. But now that it's kind of dead, I have things I still want to hear about it. Um, 
so I, a lot of people, a lot of the cont- contestants when they came in were masked up in general because it was still like one of the first cons that took place after nothing had happened right. for like a year and a half, maybe even because of the whole panini press. So when we were looking at costumes, we weren't really like studying like the makeup for the most part <laughs> or the face really in general because we're looking at the wig. We're looking at this. We're like in hyper-focus mode trying to pick apart and, and, and assess like on a point value system, okay, who is out here making things the cleanest? Right. And um, there was also a point in time where we thought we had way more time to go through all the contestants than we did. Um, so for like the first half of them, after everyone would like, you know, tell us about your costume and your creative process and they would do that, we would spend like the next two, three minutes gassing them up saying, well, this is phenomenal. You look great. Thank you for coming here, for the courage of entering. This looks so good. You know, no matter how today ends up, I want you to know that you did an amazing job. You've impressed everybody here. I uh, hope you have a great rest of your con. Like we were giving them like the full lip service. Like, and it's not because we were told to. We were just, honestly, me and the panel of judges were just like, ecstatic to see all these people you know working hard some of them like way better than anything that we could ourselves do we were just so impressed right and at a certain point in time one of the one of the runners had to come over and they were like stop doing that shit because we got people to get through and y'all talking to them and he was like fair enough we're gonna shut up we're gonna we're gonna let them come through come through run if you're gonna get so the one that actually ended up winning you know (laughs) one of the uh the person that was originally announced as the winner was actually one of the people that had to come through after we were told, hey, speed this up. So we weren't doing any pleasantries with this person. Uh, she she had a build book, too. So she wasn't even really talking to us. We were, like, looking at the photos of the build process of everything, um, you know, showing the petticoats, showing the, the stitching, the, you know, whatever have you. Uh-huh. Um, and we were just, you know, blown away by, by some of the, the tactics that she used. So it's really difficult because there's so many different, costumes there with different skills and all of them like really high so one of the things that we kind of took into account when we were creating our scores was not only how well was everything executed but how many different techniques did you use in order to make this you know like was it just a matter of sewing uh some shirts and pants together or was it you know doing uh, a french fold under twist with coarse hair supports and hand dyed you know african silk that's a different <laughs> that's a different level. And it sounds like I just made that up, but that is actually the reality of the first winner. It was a double French the uh double fold French seam, horsehair support supports, African dyed like silk. She showed us the supplier that she bought from and like the dyeing process and everything. And silk is one of the notoriously hardest materials to dye because of its consistency, it just doesn't all want to take the same way. So you, it usually comes out really patchy. And this thing was one solid color. I was like, I don't, how did you do this? Can you take, can you teach me? I can't dye silk. That's really fucking hard. And the fact that she pulled it off, we were just like, um, huh? Amazed. Like we, we were, we were blown away. Like the, the amount of petticoat under the second thing, huge. We were just like, well, that's that. I guess that's a wrap. That's impressive, though. You know how to. It's like when you get to the point where the judges are like confused on how you did this, you, you, you give it to them. 
Um, and it wasn't until the actual award ceremony where everyone's up on stage and they've got their masks off because we're taking our group photo together that we look over and we see her. We're like, uh oh, <laughs> we're like, this is going to be an issue later, oh, <laughs> probably. Not, it, it, but it I was, wouldn't I say, promise it was only chosen like off of skill, there was no secret agenda or anything, it was just. A mixture of us rushing, which I do apologize for. We were talking way too fucking much. That's our fault. Um, and and just generally being impressed by the bills. But I, I, there was no cohorts. There was no attempt to <laughs> devalue, you know, the the importance of having black winners in a black space. Because I get that. Mm-hmm. I 100% get that. That's mm-hmm. why, you know, when, when BlurCon reversed the decision, I was like, I love this for her because she also did an amazing job. Um, and uh, another thing I feel like people don't take into consideration is the judges are not the end all, be all, say, of a worth of a costume ever. There's so much love and different things. And, and the thing about it is, like, you've got three, four, maybe five people coming with a background in their specific costume making. And that's not going to speak to all the different types of costume making there is. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it, it's still at the end of the day, an opinion call, you know, that does not say anything objectively about how well a costume is. There were so many really fucking good costumes. It was. And we had three judges, or not three judges, three placements. And there was there was arguing going on. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that. When when everyone was said and done and we were like, okay, who should who should win? We were kind of like, well, I want no. Well, I think okay, I see that, but I don't agree with you. <laughs> oh wow! We're all on different pages, coming from you know with different backgrounds, and the way that it ended up just happened to be the way we were like, okay, fine, I guess I can live with that. I can live with with this ranking, so to speak. But uh, yeah, sorry, I had to go on a rant. Oh no, I'm for glad. A minute. I'm glad this you. This like cl- the first time I really talked about it, and I don't want to. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you got all that out your chest because I was like you because the way you was talking about it, I say like, oh this is some frustration with this story so I'm glad you got it out because wow like it's a mixture of like these cosplayers ended up getting so much hate I don't feel like they deserve like some people might you know argue that you know um, if you're going to a black convention that you shouldn't even have it in your system to be wanting to join the masquerade because that's not your place to do. And, you know, to an extent, I agree with that. I definitely say, like, you know, you, you as an ally, got to know your, your lane when mm-hmm. it comes to these spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't think it was done out of malice. I think, I think it was just like a, a, a moment of ignorance. And then she ended up feeling like really, really bad about it. And I was like, yeah. and maybe, I don't know, maybe that makes me an apologist it, or something. But because at that time, what have I was like, because <laughs> like she, she bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know if somebody, you know, she kept getting threats to you know to step down or I don't know what yeah, happened. There were, there, but... were actually, there were threats to to even the judges ourselves. Yeah. There were people who said that they were going to go to BlurCon uh twenty twenty two specifically to jump us. And I'm like, okay, well your username's going to be turned over to con security just so you know. You finna um, wait a, you finna so you telling me <laughs> people out here finna wait a whole nother year. That's the comic blur. Yeah, I was like, I, I really hope you don't hold on to that that emotion for that long. That sounds unhealthy. I like, bro. A lot of the people who were in the contest were like, yeah, I mean, I wanted to win, but you know, everyone's costume was really good. I feel like the people that were hurt the most by it were people that didn't even attend the convention. Yeah, 
that that that's an that's another thing too. Yeah, because everybody, I was like, bro, did, did you even go? You, I mean, you can't be mad because you wasn't there, you wasn't in it. So, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I digress. Well, so and I don't ever want to tell someone that they're not entitled to their opinion, especially when it's on the internet, because that's all it is. It's just people <laughs> exchanging opinions. But you know, I just I wanted it to be to be handled in a more professional way, constructive way than it was. Mm-hmm. You know. I feel like I feel like black people we we can party. We know how to party. Absolutely. We'll turn a party out. And then when something bad happens, we kind of try to turn that into a party. It turns into like this drag, this mob mentality, mm. and we have fun dancing around the person burning at the stake. Mm-hmm. We turn that into a dance party. Exactly. And I just I wish we did that less. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's you know it's a work in progress. That's something we got to work on as a people, just to get just to get better, to better ourselves as people, though. But I understand though that it, it is because once something goes wrong, we off to the races with it. We don't care. Oh man, the it, memes. Some of them, some of them was funny as fuck. I can't, I can't lie to you. I was, <laughs> I was on Twitter, and they were like, there was, there was one. They were like, um, what was it? They were like the the blurred con DJ, and it was like this trap remix of like Evanescence or something or some something crazy. And I was like, y'all need to quit. Y'all need to quit. But yeah. <laughs> well, sis, thank you for coming on. We have made it to the to the hour mark. Ain't that something? Oh, so are we, are we going to play a game still? Did oh. I did I talk too much? Oh no, no, you're good. I'm, I'm going to ask you how, how did you enjoy this interview? How was I as a host? You you did amazing. I feel like I I, I get carried away when I talk too much. So if you need to edit me down some, it, you got my run. And this this the purpose of the interview to get to know you. So it, it didn't matter. This was beautiful. I I enjoyed it. Just hearing your stories, hearing your background, everything. It was awesome. So, but I do got one question. I got one more question for you. Okay. Are you ready for the question? I'm ready. Are you sure you're ready right. for the question? No, I'm not. Maybe. <laughs> Everybody know who watched my interviews. I know what's coming next. So, Racket Ronnie, would you like to play a game? Yes. <laughs> that is awesome. So, here are, I play five games with people. Now, you could pick okay. which, which, which either game you want to play. I'm going to break down each game for you, and it's up to you. To which one you want to play. So here we go. <laughs> game number one is called hashtags, where I will show you four cards. And on this cards are letters. Each letter represents a word, a catchphrase, or a sentence that that we say in our day-to-day lives. Um, it could be a song, it could be church, it could be black Twitter, um, black Twitter, daily science. It is called hashtags. So, and in that Four cards, four categories. You got two lifelines. To use your lifeline, you have to say the magic word in the anime world, which is... Nani! Nani, to activate your lifeline. Now, I could be your lifeline, or the 16 people who's watching... 17 people who's watching this live can be your lifeline. That is hashtags. Game number two is called questions. I will ask you four simple questions, and if you can't so happen to answer these questions, you can say Nani again to activate your lifelines. Two lifelines. Me or the people. That is questions. Game number three is the same concept as questions, but we called it Riddle Me This. Four riddles, two lifelines. And that's 
pretty much it. Where to me this game number four is name that tune. Now in name this tune, you have five categories. Now in this, I could play the theme song from JoJo Bizarre Adventures to the Avengers. It's up to you to guess the name of that tune. Now, once we get to category number three, that's when things become a little bit difficult. Now in this, you have three lifelines and I could play the song for you as many times as you would like. That is name that tune. And game number five is finish the tune. Well, I, I could find any nerd related cartoon anime song with lyrics in it. And I'm going to play it. But once I stop it, you have to finish the lyrics that's next in that song. So record running. What game would you like to play? You know, this is actually funny because I did do an anime like Guess That Tune and got utterly embarrassed. But oh, you know God. what? I'm feeling redemption-y. I would like to finish the lyrics. I'm going to go for it. So finish the lyrics? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. We can go finish the lyrics. I bet. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and set everything up with that. And we're going to get started. Give me a second. No problem. I'll get a little dance party in the meantime. All right, we are here. She she wants to do finish the tune. Um, finish the tune. So we got some good songs up for. So, are you ready for the first one? Okay, and good people, we know you want to help her out, you know, finish the tune, but if you answer before she answers, she would get this sound. You lose, lose. Y'all don't want to do that to her. She she good people, like, you know, she got to be like, she got to be like everybody else. She got to come get this work like everybody else that's been on here. So, let's go ahead and set it up with the first one. Hmm, okay. Are you ready for the first one? I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> Boy, I ain't nothing for this one, but this is gonna be funny. This is your first one. I'm ready. All right. And three. Now, once I stop it, you gotta finish the rest of it, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. And three. My bad, people. Hold on. I forgot something on my part. That was me. I thought that. That was me. I'm sorry. Oh, there we go. There we go. Boom. Boom. one more time it was a little and maybe it was my phone but I, I couldn't make out any of the words all right here we go sounds clear enough. 
I got not an idea, not a one, not an inkling, not a thought. You do know what that was. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play it again. I'm gonna play it again. I'm gonna play it again. Okay. Okay. Finished the tune. You know what, Nani? <laughs> okay. Nani. Nani. Who do you want? Oh yeah, me or the twenty people that are watching right now. Out of the twenty, I know somebody know this. Ah, come on, we got twenty one now. That's a sign. Y'all gotta count me out. What is what is this? No zipper mouth emojis. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> so she asking for the people in the audience. Finish the tune. Finish the tune in this awesome theme song. Oh, you got somebody raising their hand. Come on, you know it. I'm calling you in. I'm putting you in the game, coach. All right, so I ain't got nothing for you. I ain't that song. <laughs> what's the lyrics? Not I ain't got nothing for you. What's the, li- what's the lyrics? What's the lyrics? It's Dragon Ball Z. That's why, because that's one of the only shonens that I don't want. That's what it is. That makes sense. <laughs> Okay. That was okay. embarrassing. I'm not allowed to lose anymore. <laughs> All right. Let's go to category number two. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. More luck this time. I got it. I got it. Uh, you sure? No. <laughs> we about to find out. You're supposed to have confidence in yourself, but okay. It's okay. All right. Here we go. to category number three. This is when things become very interesting. Are you ready? Uh-oh. Uh, let's do this here. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. And three. Two, one. Name this song. 
even halfway through i don't think that game is really hard talk about bullet hell <laughs> you haven't seen me. i've been streaming it and people could tell you i'll be rage quitting so quick god i hate that game with a i'm not playing it no more there is no rage quit like a cuphead rage quit you have to be ready to destroy my setup hmm all right so you got three we got two more left okay okay let me see let, let me dig deep for this one gotcha I burned my copy of Cuphead. <laughs> Relatable in protest. Ah, <laughs> uh, are you ready for the next one? Yes. All right, here we go. Number four. Name this. I, I recognize the opener and I'm so bad at putting animes with their opener. I is that my hero? Is that your final answer? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 literally I'm shaking my head. Damn, hold on. Uh, wow, I I thought for sure she'd get this one. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. Do I need to play? You know game? what? I might as I might as well use my last lifeline. I might as well hit my nani so that I can at least make it to the last. Okay. Question. She said nani. Choose your Wait. lifeline. Um, I'm going, I'm going to have you, you, <laughs> you won't, you won't, you won't live on me. Okay. Yeah. The name, Are you the, the name of this tune is fire force. It's fire force. <laughs> yeah. I would have messed that up. Yeah. I said my hero. Yeah. Yeah. It was fire yeah. force. Wow. I was, what was I thinking? Wow. Okay. Yep. Glad I used it. <laughs> so why, why did you, I want to, why did you say my hero? I think it's because I was binging my hero at the same time as Fire Force. And I think my brain crossed the beam. <laughs> All right. We, we down, we down to the, to the nitty gritty. We down to the, 
Nitty gritty, last one. Right. I gotta gotta bring it home for the boys. Are you oh are you ready for the last one? Yeah. All right. Hmm. Oh, I'm wrong. I'm gonna be wrong as hell for this one. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Ronnie, this is your last one. Are you ready? Ah, right, here we go. Name this tune. Y'all give her a round of wait, 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 hold on. Let's do this. Let's let's do this. Let's have some more fun. Do you want a bonus one? You know what? I want a roll. Let's do bonus one. Okay, let's do let's do a bonus. All right. <laughs> this is gonna be a bonus one. Don't get me wrong, but she got five out of five. She got all of them right. So let's do this. Bonus. I still want. But this is going to put extra respect on my name if I get it. <laughs> Three, two, one. Name this song. Who's that coming from somewhere up in the sky? Just when you think the trouble's gone, I'm out. Who's gonna be there when it counts? Hmm. Oh, somebody say, can they see your show? I have not a clue. I don't think I've heard that before. It sounds fun, though. It sounds very nostalgic. So if you say something that I know, I'm uh, gonna go seppuku. But no, but um, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what that one is. This is the five theme song. This is one of the five theme songs. Do I need to play it again? I don't. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm gonna get it. Honestly, you you could probably just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take my L. I'm gonna take it because I want to know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> that is the Care Bears intro. I have never watched the Care Bears in my oh. life. That is why. That's wild. Oh, wow. wow. I forgot there was a whole Care Bears show. 
Yeah, I've never, I've never owned a Care Bear plush. Never watched the show. None of it. Oh man, if you have, oh. that makes sense though. Oh man, I was actually because it's funny that you say that because when it played, it reminded me of like the old school Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. like from like Saturday morning cartoons. It mm-hmm. sounded very similar to that, and I almost said that, but I was like, I know the Winnie the Pooh theme song, and that's not that. Hey, wow, Care Bear. I, j- I, j- yeah. I jammed to that in my car. That's that's Care Bears. I I'm sorry. Y'all can judge it me. It sounds like judge a jam. We might have to go iTunes that when we done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody asked you, see, like cosplay said, can she see your shirt? Oh, yeah. Hold on, wait. I might have to, like, stand up a little bit. Give you the, the, the full fit grip. Here we go. You got the biker shorts. You got the... I've got, like, a little corset thing on, but it's, like, a Naruto tie-dye say, shirt you know, a, with, the, with the height name, please. And then it says, uh, ramen is the... Does it say best? Oh, ramen is the best pleasure. Ramen is the best pleasure. <laughs> oh, so like, come, they're coming at you. They say, what? How have you not How seen... How have I not seen... <laughs> I was born in 96. I bet you that had its like prime runs like as I was being born. Oh, I, I bet you. I was born in 88. It was still it was still showing around that time. It was still showing around your time too. But I was a baby. It, mm. I don't remember nothing from being a baby. It, okay, true. Okay. That is true. That's true. Well I have memories from like maybe three going forward. So like I got two thousands, but like I'm I'm a fake nineties kid. I don't remember nothing from the nineties. I feel it. Well, sis, thank you for coming on. This was awesome. Did you have fun? I had the most fun. Thank hey, you so much for hey, having me. Thank you for coming on. At this time, I'm going to go ahead and let you pull up yourself, let people know where they can find you at on all your platforms, what you got working up, what you got cooking up, what what conventions you're going to be at in the near future, and it's all on you. Take it away. All right, kitty cats. Well, I am Wreck-It Ronnie on most of my social media um, with underscores between the words. Um, I am... Actually, that's a lot. I have so many different usernames. I'm going to try to be brief. So on TikTok, I'm It's Wreck-It Ronnie as all one word because I originally had Wreck-It Ronnie with underscores and that account got banned. But it's okay because I got a new one now. Um, and then on Twitter, I'm It's Bunny Blessed, which is more of my not safe for work title. So just know if you follow me on Twitter, you might see some not safe for work things. Anytime, anytime you see Bunny Black, just know that it's 18 and 0. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm on TikTok. I'm on here as Wreck-It Ronnie with underscore between the words. That's really my main three socials. Oh, I do have a, a Facebook page that's also just Wreck-It Ronnie. There's no like underscores though because Facebook lets you put spaces. Um, as far as upcoming things, uh, this weekend, uh, this upcoming weekend, like the the third, I think, of December, is, I'm going to LA Comic Con. There's going to be a lot of really cool guests there, so be sure to come out and watch. Uh, come see, I will be tabling for Aki Bento. Um, so I will be sitting in the same place for four hours every day if you want to come say hi. <laughs> um, I will also be going to Costume Con in 2022. I know a lot of y'all are really excited to go to costumes this year, me too. I don't know exactly what all I'm bringing yet. I do have one group in mind, but I want to keep it a secret. I'll have to go there and see what I do. But I'll tell you that I'm cosplaying with Not Grima. And uh, Alley Cat cosplay, um, who are two of my absolute favorite babies, and we're it's Nintendo. I'll give you that because all <laughs> three of us are Nintendo girls. You know that. Um, so we're doing a little Nintendo group. Um, and I also, also yesterday, skip, I nabbed my DreamCon ticket. So I'm going to be at DreamCon this year. 
partying with y'all. And I'm also doing BlurredCon again, too. The weekend right before. Back to back. I'm like, oh, I, if I don't see you on the I better see y'all at Dream. And vice versa. Like, I'm kind of say hi and get help. Where my hug at? Mm. Yes. There it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> well, sis, thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for doing it. Because honestly, I thought she, I thought she was gonna say no. I was like, well, I tried. So. What? Keep no, <laughs> no, and I'm so glad I said yes too because it was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. Even I like I thought it was going to be fun, but it was even more fun than I expected. So. I, tr- you know, I, I, tr- <laughs> I try, I try. I was like, huh? And she said no. I said, hey, at least he said no to me, so I got some kind of credit. I, I try. I, I put my hand out there. I took a yeah, little bit. Doing the damn thing. <laughs> well, sis, thank you for doing this. I know you got a lot of things to do. So, and it, before we go, is there anything you want to tell the good people? Um, wash your booty and um, stay six feet away from people. Mask up still. Uh, tip your servers and watch One Piece. Okay, well, there was that. You heard what she said. So, everybody, thank you to the uh, for participating. Thank you for coming in and being here with us. Y'all could have been anywhere else in the world, but y'all were here with us. We appreciate that. Y'all make sure y'all go follow this queen, support her, show her love, keep motivating her, and she's gonna keep motivating the community and i like to say thank y'all again for the love of support so at this time uh baby boys baby girls what's going on it's your boy skip.88 here from blurred over brought to you another awesome interview with the queen here y'all thank y'all so much take care and you know i'm gonna say next wtw what's the word say it with me u-n-i-t-y what does that spell unity this is how me record running and y'all gonna make it to life together Y'all take care, be blessed, and I'll see you next time on a Blurred Over interview, and we out.